However, in college, people really, really underestimate this value of like understanding your own time. You in college, you get to choose your own classes. You get to really choose like your time schedule. Your timetable is extraordinarily important. Right. That's like one thing that I learned early on. Thankfully, is that this idea of like how can I use my time effectively? Because I alluded mm -hmm. to this earlier. We only have twenty four hours in a day. Yeah. Yeah. If it's so so important. <laughs> Like we're all the same 24 hours. You have the same 24 hours. Yes. I have the same 24 hours. Our professor have the same 24 hours. Everyone, all CEOs have the same 24 hours. However, it's very, very important that we understand where our time is going to. Hello, everyone. This is Samir Buyan, and welcome to React, a podcast designed to help you connect with and learn from students and their journey in figuring out what they want to look forward to in life. In this episode, I would like you all to welcome today's guest, who is one of my newer connections from Rutgers and a dominant leader, Ibrahim Nazir. Ibrahim is a Rutgers engineering student studying biomedical engineering and an emerging entrepreneur. I met Ibrahim at Res, Rutgers Entrepreneurial Society. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first of all, Samir, I really appreciate the introduction, by the way. That was great, man. And thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Stuff like this, I feel like it's so important. Uh, a network where we could actually connect with one another and potentially help who even knows someone. My goal with this is like, hopefully someone can listen to my story and just like, even if I can help them with one aspect of their life, I feel like it was just a great experience. So I know you asked a bit about myself. So you gave a pretty good introduction. I am studying engineering. I'm also very passionate about entrepreneurship, innovation, biotech entrepreneurship in specific. And one thing that I really enjoy is finding different ways to continue to bring value to other people. And one thing, uh, hopefully, persons listening to this, one main thing they can leave with doing this podcast is really understand how can I or how can the person listening use their skill set to really provide different areas of value to people's lives, whether it's through financially, whether it's through just teaching them certain values and aspects. That's pretty much my goal in life. And that's pretty much what I'm trying to instill into my people in my organization and people I meet all across. Uh, before we begin, it's pretty important that our guests get to know you. So um, I like to play. My famous round, a speedy query. Of course. Uh, are you ready? Of course, man. <clears throat> what is it about you that people find admirable? I think, of course, I think what people find admirable about me is that I'm a bit different in the okay. sense that I do try to take risks and I'm not like your uh, typical type of person, I guess you could say. 100%, 100%. Uh, an adjective that describes you well. Adjective, ambitious. All right. Uh, an idea that changed your life. An idea that changed my life was this concept that no matter where you start in life, doesn't mean you have to end at that place. It's very simple, but yeah. it's also very, very sophisticated. Very deep, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing people should know about you that they don't. Oh, well, one thing people should know is that I do, I really actually enjoy talking to people. I, I know sometimes people do tend to get a bit intimidated, yeah. but I really do like helping people and hearing their stories, to be honest. And personally, I actually like what? enjoy talking less about myself, like a podcast where I actually enjoy hearing other people's stories way more. So that's something I really like. Perfect. Um, your all-time favorite TV show? Oh, this is a hard one. Yeah. All-time favorite. Okay, so personally, I don't watch TV that much. Right. But some shows growing up, I really enjoyed anime. So one shows I really like Dragon Ball Z. Oh, and it's just, and it's just yeah. a very fun, like, it really inspired me in terms of, like, working out in fitness. And it's a very crazy story, but it really inspired me in terms of just, like, being a better version of myself. So I really enjoy Dragon Balls. Nah, that's a, I used to watch that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the easiest way to get you aggravated or mad? To be honest, I don't uh, really get aggravated that easily. And yeah. I honestly cannot recall a time where I was like really genuinely like upset anyone. Yeah. So it's a very hard question to answer. But I'd say like, 
I say, okay, actually, I take that back. <laughs> one thing that does sort of get me aggravated sometimes is people who I'm working with who don't share the same uh, work ethic and vision uh, as yeah. I do. Like, for example, if I'm working in a group of people and I'm like really trying to, I'm trying to draw a vision for my team and like not everyone is able to see it the same way. It's right. okay if you don't see it the same way, but if you're able to put it in the match, the work ethic that I'm oh, trying to instill, that's definitely something that could be uh, sometimes upsetting. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, if you're going camping for a weekend, which three people would you take with you? They could be dead people, celebrities, whoever you want in the world. Would you take? All right. So if I'm going <laughs> camping in the weekend, I definitely got. I definitely got to take my dad. Okay. I feel like my dad has been a a very inspirational figure in my life. He taught me pre- pretty much. He's taught me almost everything he know. Right. Almost everything I know in terms of like independence, like learning from yourself. So my dad's definitely gonna have to be one of them. I'll take one of my close friends. His name's Varun. We started a business together. Uh-huh. He's my co-founder. He's also the CEO of a company. Right, right. He's a very motivational guy, and like he's pretty much like my brother. So I'll take him as well. Hundred percent. And lastly, thirdly, I would probably have to take. I know we're building off the family thing, but I definitely have to take my grandpa. So my grandpa, he's in India. Yeah, he lived. Yeah. He was born around World War II, and he okay. lived. He really lived in a very difficult time. So right. right when India got its independence, right when. He lived in a very impoverished area, so extremely poor. And his right. grandparents, you know, they were all farmers and stuff. And he was mm-hmm. able to create a whole life for me, my family, and I. That's so inspirational. I feel like if I had those three, then like we're definitely making it. Like we're gonna have a very great time. Perfect, perfect. Um, if the genie from Aladdin appears in front of you right now, what are three wishes you would ask for? Oh man! So one wish I would definitely ask for is more time. And I know it sounds very weird. We each have 24 hours in a day, but even the 24 hours, like I feel like a, a massive cheat code would just be give me like a couple more hours in a day. For example, like there's so people. I'm gonna talk about this a bit more, but people take that so for granted. The ability uh-huh. to use your time effectively <laughs> in this 24-hour window. If I could have one goal, it would be definitely one time. So that'd be my first wish. Okay. The second wish is gonna be the ability to read people's minds completely. Wow. 100%. So let me tell you something. One thing. And I've read a lot of books on this. One thing I'm really, I, enjoy, I really enjoy like understanding social interaction and behavior and stuff. And I feel like one thing I really learned, and also that I really look up to his name is Robert Greene. Mm-hmm. One thing that he talks about is this ability to understand what other people want. If you can even get 40% of that, right. he said you'll be extremely successful. Even 40%, if you're able to read people, you'll be extremely successful. Just imagine the ability to completely read people. I think that would be a life-changing skill. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I so, think one more wish. Oh, yeah, one more wish. <laughs> I feel those two have already, like, preset, but the last one, I, I, th- I, think, I think the last one would be just, like, uh, the, the last one's pretty fun. Like, what do I really wish? To be, to be honest, I feel like the last one, I, I don't want to make it too cheesy, like, something like, oh, you know, more money or something. Yeah, to yeah. be honest, I feel like that's irrelevant. <laughs> what I really want, I guess, for the last one is to just make sure I'm able to have people in my life who can bring genuine value and I, people I can genuinely connect with. I think relationships and like people in general are so important. So that's what we lost, which surround myself. Hopefully people just like myself were motivated and passionate. We could all succeed together. hundred percent. That's a great answer. Um, one thing you're proud of in your life, being an accomplishment or mm-hmm. anything really. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing, one thing that I'm pretty proud of is my ability to really change. So, uh, just to give you a brief insight about my stories that during high school and middle school, I was actually like way more anxious. I was not as much of a, I didn't really necessarily have any sort of like charisma. I didn't have any sort of like skill in terms of talking to people or just like going out of my comfort zone. I really looked at the world in a very linear way. Like I was very addicted to just like you know, playing video games and right, like right. goofing off and stuff. I didn't really try it. No matter what endeavor that yeah. I was doing in, I was very, I was very perspicuous. I didn't really put any effort into what I was doing. Right, right. And now I'm so thankful, like, especially during this pandemic, 
but even coming into freshman year, I, I feel like I, I, was, I slowly started to change. But it was during the pandemic specifically that sort of something hit me. And like I had like a mini epiphany that perhaps we could go on to later. And I really realized sure. the importance of this idea of becoming like you don't have to be who you originally started at. You could actually there's so much value that you could learn from other people and surrounding yourself with people who want to be better. I feel like it's just like a life changing moment. So that, that was really a defining moment in my life. Perfect. Perfect. Um, great answer. <laughs> um, a celebrity you look up to. A celebrity I look up to. Uh, so, okay, personally, I love uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, wow, he is, yeah. He is, not only is he a phenomenal actor, he's extremely charismatic and funny, but also this idea that he instills that he had a very difficult life, too. Yeah. yeah. Growing, up, growing up, he had an extremely difficult life. Yep, yep. He used his passion for fitness, his passion for acting, his passion for just bringing value to other people. And he talks about that quite a bit. Like right. He really wanted to make other people feel happy, feel enjoyable. And I feel like that's what really differentiated him from everyone else. And right. that's why I think he's an astounding actor and he's just all around great guy. I'd love to meet him one day. So yeah, all around great guy. Great guy, yeah. A uh, song you can dance to all the time. <clears throat> or a song that, you know, gets you like vibed up and energized. Uh, the song, I really like the song All The Way Up by Fresh Montana. It's like the, I'm not sure if you heard of it. It's, no. it's very good song, it's very good song. <laughs> I'll have to listen yeah, to it, it's yeah, on my list yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. It's, very, it's very good song. It's all very right. exciting, very, I, I try to listen. Get you, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 100%. So this part is called this or that, so I'll give you two options. You pick one. Summer or winter? Summer. Cats or dogs? Cats. Matching or mismatched socks? Definitely matching. T-shirt or button-up? Button-up. Flip-flops or sneakers? Sneakers. Spanish food or Italian food? Uh, Spanish food. Uh, Teleportation or super strength? Super strange. Money or fame? Money. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Sunrise or sunset? Oh, definitely sunset. Um, owe money or owe a favor? Uh, I would personally say probably owe money. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, cash or credit? Oh, definitely credit. College or high school? College. Uh, and Instagram or Snapchat? Instagram. All right. Very nice. Uh, great answers. Oh, um, so we'll start off with, uh, with the main questions. Talk, oh, let's talk about your uh, freshman year of college. How did of you course. feel stepping into a new environment? What kind of changes did you face? Of course. So freshman year was a very interesting time for me. Samir. And the reason being was that <laughs> during high school, it was mm-hmm. very different. I, I feel like people greatly underestimate how different just the educational experiences. So right. as you mentioned earlier, when I was studying engineering, like no matter how many AP classes you take, you're not going to be prepared for college. And that's like, okay. Right. I think that's okay for people to know. Yeah. At the same time, I think it's a great experience. Like coming into college, I was, I was, I, I was like, nah, I was decently, like, you know, I had pretty good grades in high school. Like I was doing pretty well. Right. But coming into college, I was definitely quite surprised when like looking at the overall, it's like the course load and stuff like that. Like personally, I thought I was, you know, because high school people go through it, they breeze through exams. Like don't, they don't study like one or two days in advance. Right, then, right. But then when they get to college, especially if you study a hard science, a STEM engineering type field, you sure. definitely, the, just the amount of work is completely different. So that was one thing. That was okay. different. But in terms of other, just like personal type life, I feel like freshman year was just a, quite an experience for me because me, during high school, very few amount of people from my high school went to Rutgers. Okay. So like me personally, I literally went into it knowing two people. <laughs> I literally went into so I went into this mess. So think of it this me. I'm a freshman year. I'm a freshman. I go into uh, this massive university. Right. I actually, because I used to live in Staten Island. I okay. Staten Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was originally planning to go to Stevens, but I chose Rutgers last second. So I, I, I was going into school. 
and it's crazy. I can still remember my first day. It's almost like it was yesterday. Like I walked into the dining hall. I just see a bunch of people, and I'm just like, damn, this is like really gonna be. This is it. Like yeah, you know, problem, like, yeah. This is, I'm, I'm in college now. You know, like it really hit me, and I was just like, wow, that that experience. I feel that experience is amazing because it really, really pushed me out of my comfort zone. Okay. And so many times during my freshman year, I went to these events. I was invited. I'm like, it's like hundreds of people, and I just like walk around not knowing everyone. Yeah, but yeah. It, it was just a really, really life changing experience. I really recommend it for everyone. Just being out of your comfort zone to that level. And being able to like appreciate and like enjoy just like being by yourself, I feel yeah. like it's a great experience. That's pretty much how it went. Perfect, perfect. Um, you mentioned this for the dining hall, but what do you think were some of your first lessons as soon as you got here? You you immediately learned and realized. Of course. So one thing that's extremely important is concept of independence. Okay, right. and we really underestimate this in high school. We'd be surprised how much like you know teachers tell you homework's due to this day. You have exams. Like it's like a period by period schedule. Mm -hmm. However, in college, people really, really underestimate this value of like understanding your own time. You in college, you get to choose your own classes. You get to really choose like your time schedule. Your timetable is extraordinarily important. Right. That's like one thing that I learned early on. Thankfully, is that this idea of like how can I use my time effectively? Because I alluded mm -hmm. to this earlier. We only have twenty four hours in a day. Yeah. Yeah. If it's so so important. <laughs> Like we're all the same 24 hours. You have the same 24 hours. Yes. I have the same 24 hours. Our professor have the same 24 hours. Everyone, all CEOs have the same 24 hours. However, it's very, very important that we understand where our time is going to. And mm -hmm. thankfully, I, I was able to learn that early on. If I'm able to really diagnose and analyze how I'm using my time in a more effective manner, that's a huge life lesson that I feel like can greatly help you. 100%. I think, uh, again, that answer is very true. And I think when people in college, they come in, mm -hmm. they realize that you know, hey, it, it wasn't the same as it was in high school. Exactly, you know, exactly. The timetable and you're creating your own time. Which also, you know, I, I read a, in another article that it was like, we learn about like time management and stuff, but we also learn about energy management. When we have the most energy during the day and, mm -hmm. you know, like in one hour, you know, at 12 o'clock, for some reason, we can get like four hours of work done exactly. comparatively to like some other time. So it's... it's yeah, absolutely right. And evenings, evenings, I feel like it's almost instinct that people yeah. like to like calm down and just like relax. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, obviously COVID hit and it caused a lot of interesting situations. How did it affect you and your academic journey? Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a great, it's a great question, actually. And I talked about this a bit earlier. At first COVID was, you know, a bit of a disaster. So just to give you a timeline, COVID happened. I was a freshman. It happened right. in my second semester. So right. and this happened like in the middle of the semester. It's right? so like, right. One day I'm going to class, normally behaving. I hear this thing that, oh, you know, we're getting a one or two weeks off because of this COVID thing. Right. I was reading some like articles about it. I'm like, you know, whatever, vacation, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I was just chilling at home for one, two weeks. And then I realized I'm like, yo, this is going to be longer than one or two yeah, weeks. It really yeah. hit me at one point. So at first it was a, at first I think it was a, I think everyone can relate to this. It was mm -hmm. a very easy experience to just like sort of get off the grid. So sort of just like, you know, like it was, again, it's just like a vacation. I right, think everyone, right. I think yeah. a lot of people saw it like that. Like, not school i feel like not everyone was trying as hard yeah, yeah. even professors themselves i feel like no one was really in that mode mm -hmm. no one was really incentivized however towards the end what i something i was really really thankful for was this ability to really self-reflect uh -huh. so covid gave me this it's like for example i'm gonna tell you freshman year i feel like i was really just going by a day-to-day -day action i wasn't like really deeply thinking like how my time is being used what my purpose is like what my goals are in the long term and, like what exactly like i'm doing like i always go my day by day i have this class at this time i'm whatever gonna meet these people i like, do this i wasn't really instinctively devoting my time importantly and that's something that completely changed during covid so during covid i took this time first of all i analyzed 
how this affected other people's businesses, how this affected other people's lives. Right. I looked at it from a very, uh, thankfully, I'm, I, was, I was in a, my, my, my parents did very well, so financially, so I was in a good, a good position in terms of that, so I didn't have to worry about that. But I know a lot of other friends who had so much financial struggle, a lot of parents lost their jobs, a lot of people lost their jobs, families. Right, right, right. And that was a huge moment for me because I took a lot of the time to, first of all, I try to help as much people as I can. Right. And right. I also took time to really analyze, like, how, like, why, Really, I know it's business. That's why I think my passion for business and entrepreneurship and finance right. really shine. Because I was always interested in this stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't until now I really took the like the genuine time. I spent a lot of hours each day reading, looking at the markets, understanding what the long-term implications of something like this is, both geopolitically, socioeconomically, stuff like that. Like that right, stuff right. really interested me. And I feel like that was really the starting point for develop who I am today. Because one thing that people underestimate, especially when they're young. It's the ability to be naively curious. I think it's so, so important. When you're young, you have what's called like an apprentice, apprenticeship. Say, right, right? Right. So normally like ancestry, like 100, 200 years ago, we would like, there'd be apprentices around this yeah, time. You know, yeah. People would like go to school or whatever. And here's the thing. People, and I feel like people misuse this time. So nowadays <laughs> people like, they think that, okay, a good job is like, you know, I'm going to go go to med school or go to law school, or go whatever, do whatever right. I want to do. But they don't really see what's the long-term implications of what I'm doing? And like, is this really truly what I feel at home doing? Like, is this truly what my genuine interest? Cause I believe each person is unique in the way they can add value to the world. So people like to follow the stereotypical uh, path that has been made for them. Yeah. But one thing I feel like COVID really helped me do is really set my own path and really, really self-reflect. And that's right, something right. I can greatly recommend to people is take time to self-reflect really, really deeply understand what you want to get out of this your early years because i feel like your early years are so so important when yeah, it comes to yeah. being intellectually curious and learning what the world is and like really understanding deeply how you know what place you have in this in this society so i think that's something that definitely helped me during covid wow what a very deep answer very good answer um obviously covid you know affected that but i want to talk about social clubs and so your social situation of course of course what clubs have you been part of at Rutgers? Mm -hmm. and how did covid affect that of course so uh, freshman year, I joined Res, so Rutgers Entrepreneurship Society. We talked about this earlier. And right. one thing I really loved about Res is it also played a ma major, major role in sparking my interest. Mm -hmm. So one thing that really differentiated me, I believe, when I initially joined my freshman year is how I immediately started taking initiative. That's mm -hmm. what I love. We were able to create this community. And my ultimate goal now that I took over is to have an ecosystem of entrepreneurship. So no matter who you are, what your interests are, each person can have a place, whether one day you want to start your own business mm -hmm. and launchpad, or whether you're just interested about entrepreneurship, each person can have their place. And that's what I think really separated me. During sophomore year, especially, even due to COVID, like we were yeah. all online and stuff like that. For sure. But what separated me, and I feel like what helped me get in the position I am now as president, is the ability that I made sure to always take initiative. So whenever we had certain meetings coming up, whenever we had certain speakers coming up, I made sure that we time it properly. And I really like look at what the value we could provide for the people or the members that attend. That's mm -hmm. the number one big thing that people might miss is that not only like what our club is about, but what we're providing to Rutgers and the community as a whole. Right. And, you know, right. my goal is to grow this club as massive as possible. You know, we could probably talk about that more, but I think that's a club that I think everyone has that experience. So. One thing I loved about it was the fact that you get this like fraternity social experience because everyone's like, a, we're all friends, we're all having right, a sense right. of camaraderie. Right. But also at the same time, you get this whole business intellectual experience as well. Mm -hmm. You get to learn through different workshops. You get to participate in well, large scale pitch competitions, like Shark Tank events. Which right, is great. Right. So these events all combined provide, I think, great amounts of value to what we're doing. So Perfect. Yeah, definitely. I think especially when freshmen come in, they want to look for a club that provides value. 
Exactly. And the crazy thing is that everyone hears from like upperclassmen. So when mm-hmm. upperclassmen say, "Hey, join res, res, join this, join that," mm-hmm. it's because they're saying it because even these upperclassmen still get value. Of today. course, of course. Um, and here's the thing: no matter who you are as a freshman, whether you're studying engineering like I am, business, finance, accounting, we have pharmacy. We have people from every single background. Right. And that's what's amazing about it. We're really bringing in a community of people from all types of schools. Oh, arts and science, engineering, business, and everyone's coming together really passionate about what they're doing. And that's what's really amazing about it. Perfect. Yeah, definitely. Um, what other clubs uh, have you been involved in? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So with Res, one thing I was really able to do is partner, start partnering with other clubs. So mm-hmm. we did a, for example, a club called Rutgers Venture Capital. Yeah. We were able to work closely with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's so, there's so much other organizations that I've been talking about, fraternities that I've mm-hmm. been working with and talking to throughout, throughout yeah. this experience. And my main club, and here's something I do recommend. I do. I don't want to send this impression that everyone should be like part of like ten or five, ten different <laughs> clubs. Like one thing I, I realized really well is like Res was something I was really passionate about it. So I made sure to leverage that ability, and I was still able to make so much connections in other clubs. You know, mm-hmm. but one thing I think a mistake that some people might make is they think that for the resume or whatever the case might be, they they think that I'm just going to be at ten different clubs <laughs> and like be mediocre and all. Of them. Yeah, I think that's a huge mistake. I think it's a very great thing to like find one or two clubs you truly love, yeah. you truly belong in, and use that as leverage. And make sure you're able to expand and like find connections and obviously talk to people in other organizations as well so you can learn ideas, provide value to another, collaborate in sort of way. But it's important to have like that be grounded in like one or two things. You can really do a great job. You right, can really right. be extraordinary in that certain uh, aspect. Perfect. Perfect. Great answer. Um, talked about this. I want to emphasize on it. What exactly made you? want to be part of res mm-hmm. now, you mentioned this but um you know, go a little bit deeper into that of course of course so one thing that first sparked my interest was that one i really really wanted to learn and be surrounded with people who are like-minded okay. so people yeah. who i one thing that i'm sure we all all hear this quote so many times we really are the average of the five people you talk to the most right. and one thing i really really learned is that the best thing you can do is to take initiative and really be in a room of people who are you're truly like look up to and respect, but at the same time, they also share the same mindset as you. They're passionate about similar aspects. It's such, it's the number one motivating factor, I believe. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you can watch like a hundred motivational videos, but if you're able to actually do this aspect properly, I, I guarantee you, you'll find so much success. And that's the number one thing. When the first joined, I talked to the president, the previous president, previous right. vice president, I was able to get that connection with them. And I was able to really see like, okay, this is what we're about at NRES. And I was able to use their vision. I was able to also talk to the founder. So 10 no, years ago, was founded by Adam yeah. It's a whole story behind this. And I, I looked at what he, I heard his vision for what he wanted. And that was truly inspirational to me. Right. Like when I was able to see what his goals are and be able to really foster and cultivate this like entrepreneurial hub mm-hmm. at Rutgers University, I feel like that was just absolutely like groundbreaking to me. And like, that's exactly like the second I saw that. And hopefully like my goal serving as president now is to be able to instill this vision onto my future, onto the future like really leave a legacy behind because what I, so one thing I hate is that I'm not doing this aspect because it's for me. I really, really want to make sure that I can leave something behind. So for the future presidents, the future people that take over our club can really use res to hopefully make a massive organization, be connected with RBS, be connected with all these other schools. And I think that's like really the vision that I want to, I want to place here at our club. Perfect. I mean, it's, that's a great vision and I, I know it's going to, it's going to happen soon. Okay, I appreciate that. So um, let's talk a little bit about high school. And, okay. And, you know, I, I, I talk about this because the change from high school to college is very dramatic. Of course. Um, so when you were in high school, how did it prepare you? What do you think, what kind of classes help you get a boost? Mm-hmm. Rockers? So here's the thing. I'm going to be very honest. 
it's very difficult for any high school class, even AP classes, to yeah. really compare in like the difficulty in terms of a college course, but sure, and the rigor sure. of a college course. But I think that's to be expected, mm-hmm. which is absolutely okay, by the way. Like, I don't think I should necessarily intimidate anyone. But however, I feel like there are a couple of classes I do think that were quite phenomenal. I think AP psychology, okay, or just psychology classes in general. I feel like learning about that sort of stuff, I think, is so applicable to different areas of life. Right, that right. No matter who you are, whether you want to study business, whether you want to study engineering, I feel like you're going to get value from that class. So and I, I love that experience. So something like that. And forget classes for a second. One thing I feel like is very important in high school, and I, I alluded to this earlier, is this concept of going out of your comfort zone. Uh-huh. So like what one thing I recommend is like, yo, if you're interested in maybe joining a basketball team, joining a football team, yo, take that initiative. Try to, <laughs> try to join. Even, even if you know that potentially there's a chance that you get because at least the worst thing you can do in high, in like, because it really does go by fast. Yeah. And yeah. Like I say this in a, the most honest way it really goes by extremely fast like you know for example you're already a senior i'm already my junior it feels like it wasn't too long ago we were in high school you know what i'm saying only three, four, only three four years ago and i can really look back to all the moments in high school and, like i had a lot of enjoyable moments too and here's the thing it's okay to fail and it's okay to like make mistakes and right. stuff like that i think that's something people really underestimate in college the number one way i learned in life was through making mistakes i was really able to like see how the world reacted to a certain decision. Right. If right. it was negative, I was able to learn and then move on forward. And I think people really underestimate it because nowadays I feel like people are so scared. Yeah. Right? They, they, yeah. There's a sense of fear that really clouds everyone's judgment in the sense of like repercussion and like who knows what's going to happen. But here's the thing. It's very, it's important to stay calculated, obviously. But at the same time, you got to understand that like it's going to go by fast. This yeah. time is going to go by fast. And the, the worst thing you could ever do is not make all these mistakes. The worst thing you can do is look back in your time in high school and be like, wow, like I really could have used this time more effectively. Yeah. And I think that's like, and I, th- I feel, okay, obviously, I think all of us feel the same way. But here's the thing if we're able to use that time to the most effective way possible, if mm-hmm. we're able to really set this vision for ourselves, I think we can go out like, and really move forward in our life very successfully. So that's something I would definitely make sure people are aware of. 100%. I think I remember, uh, I'm sure you, you must have remembered people from high school who, would like you know play it safe and not do anything adventurous mm-hmm. or bold mm-hmm. and you know they come to college and they're like oh high school was okay it was bland, bland. Yeah, and then you hear other true. people that are saying like no i did like at the time of my life in high school mm-hmm. and i'm here in college to make it even better of course of so course. um i i always think about that what you said was completely true and completely perfect you know make the time useful in, in high school of and, course of course and and yeah no, um what do you think would have helped you in college life if you had learned it in high school Okay, so one thing that would specifically have helped me is, I know I mentioned this a bit earlier too, is understanding how valuable one's time actually is. So this is something so important that I really hope that the people listening can really derive from this, is the fact that our time, okay, so the reason we go to college, the reason reason we pursue this education is to hopefully land, you know, a good career path to like make money. And the other reason our parents are working is so they can make money for us and stuff like that. But here's the thing, currently we're not making any source of income, right? Because we're college students. However, our income is the amount of education like we're yeah, getting. That yeah. is our income. Or we're just like the amount of value where like the experiences and stuff like that, that's the income. So in order to allow for that to happen, you must invest your time properly. And here's the thing. College is an ex- extraordinary fun experience. I could not recommend more for people to like try as much different things as possible. And I think right. that's something I wish people told me earlier. I'm really glad that one thing going into college, I, was, I really knew that I must meet as much people as I can, try as much things as possible. And I think that's a great, great mindset that people should leave up with. But at the same time, make sure you deeply reflect on how your time is being valued. Because I guarantee you, we only have 24 hours. If we're able to use 
a couple, like three to four, even if you just use three to four hours in a day effectively, every day, and like that, that's, that's going to compound monthly, yearly. Yeah, that stuff yeah. is going to make a massive, massive difference in your long-term life. And people really underestimate that. Obviously, have a great time. Make sure you make great connections and really enjoy yourself. But at the same time, know when it's important to really like work and like put in that effort to make sure that your time being well spent. Because, you know, our parents work very hard to get us in the position that we're in right now. And mm-hmm. we worked very hard as well. In right. high school, I'm sure I always did quite well. So that, therefore, it's in your best interest to be able to use your time in the most effective, efficacious manner yeah. in order to, in order to all the, like, allow for your long-term success. Perfect. Great answer. I think um, I remember, you know, people always ask, what is the best investment, right? Mm-hmm. What is the best investment? They always think about money. Mm-hmm. The best investment at the end of the day is an education. You know, wherever you get it from, big university, small university, mm-hmm. no university at all, right? YouTube videos, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting that education, getting that learning in mm-hmm. is very important. Because so it, it compounds. Like right. when you get the education, like you mentioned this earlier, you learn about these interesting classes that compounds to learning what you're truly passionate about, finding your career path. You know, it goes back to this concept of just being naively curious. First, you achieve that, and then you can sort of be interested in different areas of aspect, and you really are going to be able to more easier find what you're meant to do, like what you're truly passionate about. Perfect answer. Perfect answer. Um, two questions. If you were to if you were to go back in time and talk to your freshman self in high school, what advice would you give? And freshman self in college, what would you give? All right. So to start off with the high school, this one would be quite interesting. I would definitely say, I would definitely recommend, first of all, as soon as you possibly can, like make sure you start taking care of your health. Because I feel okay. like that's super, super underestimated. Mm-hmm. Like one thing I would greatly recommend, one thing that really changed my life is this ability to be more on fitness and be more passionate about that sort of stuff. People greatly underestimate how yeah. far that goes in your life. Yeah. In terms of just like your confidence, your happiness, your long-term longevity and stuff like that. So that's an immediate thing. I'd be like, yo, you know, get in the gym as soon as you possibly yeah. can. And I would recommend that to everyone. Okay. So that's that's number one. Second of all, it would, I would definitely say like it's okay. And I mentioned this a bit earlier. It's okay to mess up, but make sure you use all your experiences as a way to learn. Like what did you do wrong? And here's the thing I think people make mistakes. People have regrets. And to be honest, I don't like to believe in regrets because each action that you did in this life alluded to, I mean, led to who you are currently. Therefore, if you it's okay to make mistakes. It's right. okay to have certain things that you really, really did poorly. Because here's the thing. When we're at the stage of life, we have this ability to not be devastated by our mistakes. <laughs> Even though it might look like you're devastated, I guarantee you're not devastated. Right, you know right, right. We have this ability to really take in like what happened and really deeply analyze it and then use that to be able to succeed in the future. Right, I'll right. be the first to say I made dozens and dozens <laughs> of hard mistakes, right? However, I'm yeah. so thankful for that experience because I was able to not only learn from it, but able to use it to become a better individual, a more, a more light, a more, you know, a clear headed and just overall, just like understand the world in a much of a better rate. Cause you, the last thing you want to do is like, first you get, first of all, you don't want to get older and make those mistakes. Yeah. That's going to be even harder. And second of all, you don't want to live this life of like, you didn't really accomplish anything. Cause like the second you start trying to do something, like we're never going to be immediately good about uh, good at it. I guarantee you, as great as Michael Jordan was or Kobe was, they weren't like amazing basketball players when they first yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. And that's just the truth, you know? It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to lose. But you can't let that like really bother you to the point where like you can't continue. And that's very important. And that's something I that would really drain into my high school self. Make sure you have this ability to continue to uh, do as best as you can, no matter what happens. For sure, for sure. And Absolutely. how about your college self? You know, Absolutely. Just so just to, just to build off of what I said to earlier, I think a lot of the things I said to my high school self could definitely be applicable to college yeah, as well. Yeah. But I guess the number one thing I would say 
is really, really dial in as soon as you possibly can on like what your ultimate goal is. Because it's very important this time. I know I'm, I say this a lot, but this time it was about extraordinary. Experience. You know, I could just, again, I could just remember yesterday as long as like we were fresh. Right? <laughs> this time really does go by very, very fast. And yeah. it's so important that, and it's so cliche to you, but it's so important that we really are able to like use this time wisely because next thing you know, we're going to, you know, a couple of, next thing you know, we're going to blink and a new chapter of our life is going to start, whether we're in our, in our mid early twenties, mid twenties, late twenties, like that sort of stuff I guarantee you is going to happen. It's just, just around the corner. Right. So the work you want to look back in your college experience, you want to look at the work that you put in and right. really not only be proud of it, be able to like, see like how the work you want to allow the work that you put in college to help you be in a better position later on in your life. I think that's so fun- fundamental, and that's something I would very, very much tell my younger self. Perfect advice, great, great advice. And you know, to wrap things up, what are any last suggestions you have to you know high school seniors in high school and and incoming freshmen mm-hmm. um, or incoming college students that you would want to share? Of course, of course. One thing, so I recommend try to work on a couple of skills. Okay, mm-hmm. so first of all, it's just reading. Reading okay. very important skill. Try to get into reading. Reading will definitely help you be extraordinarily successful. Two, writing. Okay. So reading and writing, if you're able to read, write effectively, it's going to help you in so many areas of your life, right. no matter what you're studying, whether you're in engineering, whether you're business, whether you're studying uh, some sort of hard science, sure. reading and writing, extraordinarily important. Third, I learn how to speak. So <laughs> you don't have to be an extraordinary speaker, but just take some time to really like try to improve it. Because here's the thing. People make this mistake of thinking, oh, some people are just naturally gifted and things like that. And that yeah. personally, uh, sure, some people might start off better, yeah. but I don't necessarily believe that. Each person can, you'd be surprised how much each person can improve if they put in the effort. It's just like a muscle. It's just like building a skill. Right, so right. really take the time to read, write, and speak as well as you possibly can. Wow, Those right. three things are absolutely underestimated. And number four, I would recommend, this is a bit off there, but I would recommend if you do have some sort of interest, try to learn a coding language. Yeah, I know this is like a yeah. bit, I know this is a bit out there, but I guarantee you, CS and AI, all the future that's happening with this stuff, I think it's going to be. 5, 10, 15 years down the line, I can only see this getting bigger. So no matter what, no matter what your proficiency level might be, whether you're sure. a complete beginner or whether you're a full, you know, expert type CS student, I feel like no matter what your interest even is, just take the time, just like learn the basics, the concepts behind it, because I guarantee you it's going to go very, very far in life. So just to recap real quick, if you can read well, if you can write well, if you can speak well, and if you have some sort of other skill in terms of like uh, coding language, yeah. I feel yeah. like those four fundamentals are if you get those down, you're already a huge step up in the competition. So 100%. that's something I would greatly recommend. 100%. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm not, I hate coding. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, not saying you, I'm not saying um, and But I did realize, I have to agree with that fact. Yeah, that you, yeah. you, by the time of like, you know, maybe your 20s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to learn some sort of coding language. Even if it's like something like SQL, which is people can, don't consider coding. Yeah, like a, but, um, but even getting that language in. Um, the reason why is like, I think uh, I was... Uh, I watched this video with Mark Cuban and he was like, raise your hand if you can connect to the internet. Okay. And everyone like laughed and they raised their hand. Yeah. And then he goes like, all right, now raise your hand if you can do some ML, machine learning, AI, neural networks. And like one kid raised their hand. Yeah, yeah. And he's saying, and he, then he said, 20 years ago, if I would ask who could connect to the internet, not a lot of people could raise their hands. Uh, because back then it was very difficult. Like, or it was- I see the point, I see it's a very important point. So here. 20 years from now when I ask who can do ML, who can do neural networks, maybe most likely everyone's gonna laugh again and raise their hand. Oh, that's a great so point, that's a great point. It's, it's interesting that. that, you know, I think you're right about that, that learning a coding language, at least the basics, mm-hmm. right, is very important. So. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely, man. 100%. Any any last advice you want to spit out there, throw it out? 
I mean that that definitely covers the uh, all the four aspects. And go, I, I mentioned this in the beginning. I hope I can really drive this concept home. Focus, don't focus too much on yourself. I mean, obviously, focus on being the best version of yourself you can be. But main thing you should try to focus on like what value you could provide to other people. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee you, like you're gonna go so far in life if you're able to get that concept down. Do whatever whatever means it might be through your consulting knowledge, through knowledge of coding, CS expertise. If you're able to dial in, dial in. And realize, like, understand what your skill set is, what you're intellectually curious about, mm-hmm. and use that as a leverage to be able to see how you could provide value in this economy that we're currently in. I guarantee you're going to be, you know, very successful. So that's something I would definitely have everyone try to double down. Hundred percent, Ibrahim. Thank you so much for taking the time. Of and course, coming on the show. It, was, it was an absolute pleasure having you. You're a dominant show. leader, and you proved it in this episode. So I, I know Raz will do great things. And uh, with that, everyone, stay strong, stay safe, stay hungry, stay a little foolish, but most mm-hmm. importantly, stay happy. Something I like to end every show with.